1: Hey, everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Justin, and I'm Eric. And tonight we've got a pretty spooky show for you. We're going along the same lines of Halloween as we do every year because guess what? It's October. Um, honestly, it's gone by so quick and so slow all at the same time for 2020. But we're finally in the season that we truly love outside of Christmas, of course. But um, as a paranormal investigator and uh, just... As a whole, I think both Eric and myself have always loved the Halloween season, correct?
0: Oh, absolutely. It's uh, like you said, favorite season for both of us. And of course, for our show and everyone who listens. Um, But uh, and really what I think what's really great about it, too, on top of the fact that it's Halloween is that it really does kick off the holiday season. Because, I mean, let's face it, you get Halloween two weeks later. It's practically two weeks, I think three weeks almost. Thanksgiving four weeks after that because it's crazy right um <laughs> and I'm sure everybody's looking af- really forward to the new year for obvious reasons um but you know I don't know, you know have to be getting... scared
1: about uh the season finale for 2020
0: <laughs> uh yeah it could be it'll be interesting who knows it might give us even more to talk about though on the show so
1: it depends never know. on yeah.
0: where it goes um but yeah nonetheless it is Halloween and of course we have more spooky stuff to be sharing with you guys today uh and in particular what i thought was really fascinating and something that we haven't really covered in the past minus a couple of little things i think we maybe mentioned it justin when we were doing a uh one of the haunted episodes last year where it was uh like haunted places in america um i know we definitely
1: talked about this topic on night stalkers when we were doing okay
0: yeah Uh, But anyway, so that topic is, of course, the Phantom Vehicle. Now, we all have heard of it. We have all know some kind of story, probably within our own little world. Uh, There's a couple here in the Cleveland area. I'm sure there might be one or two over in North Dakota, Justin. Um, But these are something that is actually very popular and mainstream, not only in TV and other medias, but just generally speaking, as haunted roads uh, throughout America seem to wind around dangerous, creepy curves, uh, curves, and the number of accidents that seem to happen throughout the year, uh, many deaths, unfortunately and sadly, but all that results in what we call these phantom vehicles or ghost cars, most commonly uh, spoken as. And, and I think what's really interesting about these is that. For the most part, these vehicles either show up as just a pair of headlights or taillights, and then seem to vanish uh, just in midair. Or if you do see the whole car, they're not phantomy like a ghost. You know, that's not like it, when you take a picture, you know, in some dark, you know, house or some haunted hall in a, a museum or something like that. Uh, this isn't see-through these cars aren't known to be phantom-like they're actually very solid looking they look like a real car as you would look out your window and see a car Uh, and and yet they seem to have this ability to jump back and forth in front of cars and behind cars uh, disappear behind you and somehow magically show up in front of you and nobody knows why and one other interesting thing about these is they very rarely ever have a driver Many of these ghost vehicles have no driver whatsoever, Uh, and if they do, the driver themselves may be kind of phantom-like, but still yet not the car. Uh, Nobody really knows why. There's not much theory to this. We can't really investigate them quite like we can investigate a a typical haunting in a house or some other building, mainly because these cars are not stationary. They are typically haunting a very long stretch of road, and you never know when they're going to show up. And let's face it, you can't really ask the car questions and get answers. Um, unless, I don't know, maybe you get a room, room, or something here or there if you're asking. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> you know, when we're doing our research for this particular episode, there's really not much to it because, again, investigating is so difficult. Uh, I think the biggest thing we can do is put a video camera out. Or even just take a drive ourselves and hope that the headlights show up. Hope that uh, this phantom vehicle creeps up behind us or something. Uh, but it's pretty rare, at least for Justin and I. I know Justin. I remember your, uh, there's one time you and I drove down the canal here in Ohio, Northeast Ohio, to try to find the phantom headlights on Canal Road, mm-hmm. and we never came across them. We came across a lot of headlights, but none that seemed to be phantomy. So. I don't know. what During your research, I know you found a lot of stories throughout the world regarding some of these very popular phantom vehicles, which actually go far beyond just a car. Uh, did you want to get into that? Or you know, do you have any other info you want to throw on us real quick before jumping into those stories?
1: No, uh, yeah, we can get into the stories. I, I think the biggest thing that fascinated me was uh, for the most part, these things were trains, planes, and automobiles, which kind of goes with the the old movie um, theme. But it was interesting to see that it, it was mostly, um, there isn't too many that reference a boat or a submarine. We I think there's one in particular in these stories that I, I saw. But for the most part, it was planes, trains, and either a bus or a car.
0: All right. Well, why don't you go so, ahead and kick off one of these stories for us so we can kind of get into a little bit, talk about it.
1: Yeah, this is an article I came across on Listverse.com, uh entitled 10 Creepy Mysterious Phantom Vehicles. So the first, number 10, uh, starts out with an airplane, Eastern Airlines Flight 404. and Now, this was an airplane that crashed in December of 1972 and In the Florida swamp. Uh, It killed 101 people. Including the pilot. Bob Loft. And engineer Don Repo. And it. Rapidly. Got an eerie reputation. A number of working parts of the plane. Were salvaged from the crash site. And subsequently fitted into other planes. Which is odd. uh, Where the crews. Soon reported strange visions. The ghosts of Loft and Repo. The spirits of somebody who died, of course, uh, were frequently claimed to be quietly sitting among the passengers, and occasionally even engaging the crew in conversation. the The apparitions were said to extremely be extremely lifelike, right up until they vanished into thin air. Uh, You know, and it even says that there were other crew members that supposedly pop up in the salvaged plane parts on different flights. Um it's really weird that it's not the plane itself that is seen but the ghosts of the either passengers, crew or even the pilot and the engineer. Uh you know in in most cases in a phantom vehicle incident it's you're seeing the plane itself or the car uh, this particular case, parts were used from the plane and you're, you're seeing the uh, seems to me like intelligent hauntings of people that were a part of this flight.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this seems like just a, a typical case of haunted objects, you know, uh, as, as we've discovered throughout our research, uh, and I'm sure many of you have too. A spirit, especially when it's going through a traumatic event, uh, or in this case, a person going through a traumatic event, the spirit tends to somehow latch on to objects around them and kind of uh, inserts their being in a way into that object. So wherever that object goes, so too does that spirit. Now, we don't know, of course, if the spirit is holding on to it or if perhaps they're trapped to that, to that object somehow in some way. Uh, but in this case, in particular, with flight 401, uh, seeing that these various objects are taken from pieces, you know, pieces and parts taken from the 401 flight and put onto other planes. And then suddenly seeing these ghosts uh, really does say something in the idea of what a, a haunted object is capable of. And I think helps to prove the idea that objects can indeed be haunted because otherwise there'd be no reason for these ghosts to be appearing on these airplanes, Uh, Unless they're trying to get some sort of warning or something like that. But if I'm not mistaken, there haven't been any claims of like these ghosts showing up and something bad happening to the airplanes that they are on. Uh, They just kind of show up and they hang out a bit. People see them. It's not even a scary thing. And, And there's nothing that says these people are looking bad you know like they look like they're in a wreck or something they just look like normal people apparitions that are here one moment gone the next Uh, so i do find this very interesting and, and kind of a little creepy especially for those who might know the attendants or the the pilots who are on flight 401 and are now seeing them on their airplane i'm guessing quite often to some extent since even the vice president Uh, of eastern airlines claims to have encountered the ghosts once uh the one thing that i do wonder is how many airplanes these pieces are actually scattered to. you know like is it just one airplane that's flying that has these pieces is there a couple you know is there a hundred who knows uh these ghosts can be everywhere and of course we don't know if everyone's seen we know again there was 101 people uh, including the pilots and the flight engineer who who ended up dying in this accident that's a lot of ghosts that could be attached to this pl- these different planes but we don't really have the numbers or really the type of evidence to show who exactly is haunting what airplanes uh, nonetheless very interesting and very kind of creepy
1: mm-hmm all right, why don't you go with one that you found particularly interesting?
0: So, jumping from there, I actually, I'm, we're using it, we're just going to use the same website because I felt like, I think Justin and I both agree that this had some of the best uh, stories in terms of some of the most popular hauntings for uh, the, these phantom vehicles. So, I'm going to jump on down to number seven, which is the Phantom Bus of London. And I particularly want to use this one because. I remember hearing this story a very long time ago and I believe it was actually before I even started doing paranormal radio. So Justin, you know how many years ago that was, um,
1: it was before you were even born, man. So,
0: (laughs) yeah. So when I was a kid, I'm sure, you know, some, somebody somewhere, I don't know what it was, if I was reading something or I don't know, but I remember hearing this story and it's something that is just kind of interesting. So in 1934, a London motorist suddenly performed an emergency swerve while driving along Cambridge Gardens. Now, he died in a horrible death when his car hit a wall and exploded in flames. Although there was no real reason for his behavior, uh, many witnesses stepped forward and offered a potential reason, which was that supposedly a phantom bus of London appeared out of nowhere and uh, was driving right towards this said vehicle. Now, between the 30s and the 90s, that's 1930 to 1990, the ghost has showed up quite a lot over the years. And there are many witnesses who claim to see this, this ghost bust. And it always seems to do the same thing. Uh, right around 1.15 a.m., it thunders along the road straight toward terrified drivers And those drivers very often either swerve out of the way and are safe and sound, or on occasion they swerve into other cars or into buildings or, you know, all kinds of different things. Some people have died. Many luckily have not. Uh, But what's really just weird, once again, is that you can't tell that this is a phantom vehicle. It shows up in the intersection and then it vanishes. That's about it. But otherwise, it looks very real. So people are seeing this thing, and it's coming out of nowhere. And I don't know about anyone else, but you see a bus coming at you. Yeah, it's pretty scary. I remember one time when I was uh, driving down a road here in Ohio, there was actually a truck on the back of a a tow truck. But at the moment, it was early in the morning, I was just getting out. (laughs) it looked like this semi truck is barreling down the wrong side of the road towards us only to realize, Oh, it's just attached to a tow truck, (laughs) you know, by the back end. (laughs) So it was really scary, but Hey, and it's not a phantom thing, but nonetheless, big vehicles versus little vehicles, never, never a good thing to, to have to deal with. Um,
1: Well, like you mentioned though, these vehicles aren't necessarily see-through or anything. So even if it, had been a phantom truck you wouldn't have known the difference until you swerved and nothing happened
0: (laughs) absolutely you're absolutely right uh one thing in particular about this very real looking red london double-decker bus is that it carries a line number seven uh so this is a very particular bus or specific bus that people are seeing and they it's not very like it doesn't happen a lot. It's not like this happens once a week or at a specific day throughout the week. Uh, it, it does happen to come along, like I said, around one fifteen a.m. So that's interesting. Nobody really knows why this bus, there's no record that I know of or that I found that this bus crashed or anything like that. It's just a random phantom bus. I, hmm. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I have no words for it. Uh, so And that really brings up some interesting thoughts because then we have to question this, Justin, is if there was no accident for this bus and no one has come out and said, oh, they saw the driver driving or there's people on the bus or anything like that. It's just a bus. Uh, We know that humans, uh, or at least we believe that humans have a ghost or a spirit uh, that can be somehow attached to this earth whether that's through unfinished business or through an object, as we had previously talked about here, or by some other means, whether it's some type of uh, negative haunting that latches onto a spirit and keeps them or draws them to a location. Um, Mm -hmm. And in that case, it all makes a lot of sense for human spirits, but a car A car that, as far as I know, has no spirit whatsoever. It's not like a car, when it dies, it goes into the ground and the spirit goes off to, you know, where does it go? Purgatory, heaven, (laughs) hell. I don't know. Was it a good car? Was it a bad car? Can cars be good or bad? No one knows. (laughs) But with that said, I mean, what is, I don't know if you have any theories of your own, uh, but do you think there's any type of explanation as to why, a phantom vehicle may appear even though there was no type of wreckage or any type of uh, human spiritual haunting within the vehicle itself.
1: Well, with a lot of these cases, uh, not necessarily these in particular, but phantom car cases in particular um, it's usually a a looping a, a residual haunting what we would call a residual haunting it's a, a on a loop so what our theory which many others theorize is that it's more so a, a traumatic experience stamped in time that somehow is becoming somewhat physical I mean obviously not completely physical if it's kind of see-through or uh, just kind of disappears. Um, So to me, a lot of times this seems like a residual type thing where a traumatic experience has caused a stamp in time where this car is just continually uh, appearing and disappearing. Now, it's not always the case that it shows the traumatic experience, of course, because a lot of times they just appear headlights are on and then they disappear or in the case of a train it's moving along the tracks you never really see the the traumatic experience that happened to it you just see what it did day by day by day now right. again nobody really knows what happens in these res- residual hauntings because in like a in a, a person residual haunting a lot of times you'll hear screaming gunshots uh, the sounds of war if you're at like Gettysburg for example mm-hmm. um, so it is weird for a vehicle experience to happen uh, as a residual haunting but that's my only theory on it I mean the only other option and this is way out there but if the vehicle was haunted itself like maybe possessed you know, there's plenty of horror stories, not necessarily true horror stories, but horror stories about a possessed vehicle. Uh, uh, what's the, what's Stephen King's uh, haunted car story? I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, um, but uh, that that would be the only other option, in my opinion. Um, what are your thoughts about that?
0: Well, I mean, so, so you're talking about an echo through time in this case, you know, something that happened that is, again, as you said, residual, which makes complete sense if there was an accident. Now, again, with this particular story, and this is just this particular story, um, this bus has been showing up since the 1930s through the 1990s. And I don't know if there's really been anything since then, Uh, I know the bus supposedly looks like an older bus as it would have looked back in the 1930s. And again, there's no report of anything happening, no accidents uh, with this particular bus or anyone on it. So the thought of there being a residual haunting doesn't entirely make sense to me um, because you would have to have some type of tragic accident. To happen in the first place, or, or something to create that haunting, you know what I mean? Uh, right. w- which really only brings up something else, which has, seems to be coming up a lot lately on Parachute Radio and several other shows as well. Uh, and that is the idea of a parallel universe uh, or a parallel Earth in which this bus may be traveling the same exact path as we're traveling but flickering in and out of the alternate timeline uh, at the same time that we're witnessing it. So maybe we're seeing a glimpse of this, you know, jumping into our space and then jumping back out again because of some type of weird collision between the timelines or maybe there's some, I don't know. I mean, I I couldn't begin to get into the depths of that, but well, here's another
1: thought for you. Um, And it's just, it's a theory. Um, Say, for example, the the first one that ever happened, they they didn't really see a vehicle, but a reflection of one. Okay. So that story goes on, and we've talked about this on multiple shows, uh, where eventually, you know, the story keeps happening over and over again because people tell it. So, then in a sense, are we creating that particular vehicle to come to life here in? our reality. Um, and, and it keeps happening over and over again because the story has been told more than once and people sure. believe it too.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, that is entirely possible. And I, I mean, I've seen things driving down the road, which are just, a, you know, the trick of the eyes. Uh, but for a moment you think, oh, you, you think there's a deer standing in front of you, but it's nothing. It's just whatever right. a shadow of a tree that's casting casted by your light or something or reflection off the road. Uh, and so, yeah, you, I think you're right. That's definitely something that could be the case here. Uh, story travels. And just like we've, you know, we've talked about with slender man and all the Zozo stuff and you know, all that, mm-hmm. these things tend to manifest themselves. At least there's a belief that they do. Right. And there's no real evidence. And unfortunately, that's how it is. And all of this paranormal stuff, there's just not <laughs> enough evidence to give us 100% straightforward facts uh, that or right. disprove something. But nonetheless, it's interesting. And there's so many weird theories that this, that could be the case for this. Unfortunately.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, because there's no, there's no, particular evidence to say that a bus, a number seven bus crashed. That's what really throws a, a uh, monkey wrench in the works because it's like, then those other theories make a little more sense. Right. Either alternate, especially alternate reality, because if the bus line says we've never had a number seven on especially on that route, then it's like, well, what the heck is happening then? And that's where that alternate reality crashing into ours, to me, makes a lot of sense. So that's I was actually intrigued that you came up with that theory because that's actually really interesting. Um, all right, so moving on. Uh, the next one I actually really like because it's one that I know is the, the James Dean Porsche Spider. Now, for those of you that don't know who James Dean is, uh, he was the Heath Ledger of his era, uh, which I believe was the 1940s and 50s was his time, if I'm not mistaken. Um, But he was a handsome, talented actor who who had a promising future, uh, but he was killed during a traffic accident. Uh, and he crashed his Porsche 550 Spider, uh, which he affectionately called "Little Bastard," which is hilarious. Um, of course, the Porsche was soon found to be haunted. Uh, the remains of Little Bastard were purchased by George Barris, the car customizer who, whose shop would later build the Batmobile for the 1960s TV series and a number of other famous popular culture pop culture vehicles. Uh, In his possession the restored Porsche now divided into, into a Lotus Husk powered by the Porsche's restored engine and the total remains of the actual Porsche soon gained a frightening reputation. It was involved in a number of mysterious accidents, at least one of them fatal. Not all of the mysterious situations surrounding the car were on the street or the racetrack either. Once it caught fire in a storing garage and another time it mysteriously disappeared from a sealed boxcar which the boxcar thing could be theft, nobody knows but still really weird Um, although the story of Dean's haunted car is well known the majority of these tales are thought to have been invented by none other than George Barris himself according to some, he wanted to turn the wrecked car into profit and came up with the legend of haunting, of the haunting, in order to achieve this. Even so, there's one more eerie fact that surrounds Dean's death. His fatal car was supposedly predicted by fellow actor Alec Guinness, who played Obi-Wan Kenobi in the original Star Wars movies. According to legend, Dean asked Guinness what he thought of the vehicle. Guinness responded with, If you get in that Porsche, you will be dead next week. Which is another interesting fact because, I mean, was Guinness a sensitive of some kind? Or was he just saying, that Porsche is dangerous, do not get in it or you're going to be dead? uh, Which could have been as well. So, what are your thoughts on that?
0: Yeah, um, I mean, obviously, it's a weird one because... (laughs) You don't want to say that someone like uh, Alec Guinness is, was against him and put a curse on him because there, there <laughs> well, are stories that kind of jump to that and say, oh, he cursed them, and that's what happened. Uh, right,
1: or put the, the thought in his mind and somehow not necessarily right. cursed him, but yeah, I get it.
0: But once again, in this case, it's not so much uh, the idea of thinking something into existence like we, we just spoke about but it's in this case, speaking something into existence. And it's, if you really believe in something strongly enough and you speak it into existence, it could happen. Um, Now, again, no evidence for that, but nonetheless, one of those things that humanity seems to hold on to, this idea of speaking things, a a good example for this, and I'm not going to mention any names, you should already know, but somebody I know, uh when they were in middle school I think didn't like this one kid he's a real jerk a bully and so she decided that one day she'd tell him off and say I hope you get hit by a bus and the very next day he didn't come to school because he was riding his bike and he got hit by a bus now he didn't die he got hurt uh, but he's out for school for a few days and that was that you know but again, it starts to, <laughs> you start to question, like, is that uh, speaking something into existence? Is that a prediction? Or is that just simple coincidence? We don't really know. Uh, this very well could just be a, a m- mere coincidence in this case. You, know, you got to look, consider the Porsche, especially at the time. I mean, Porsches are still today a high-end sports car, meant to go fast, uh, meant to be real fun on the road a uh, little speedster and back then that's what they were known for. They were going through races. It's through circuits and stuff like that. So when James Dean got this, of course, it would make sense that Alec would say, you get in that thing, you're going to be dead next week because we all know that James Dean, he was a bit of a hard ass. He's going to, you know, he's mm-hmm. going to drive fast, you know, based on what, you know, we've seen he, he's the bad boy type, right. Uh, or at least what you would consider it in Hollywood. So, I think in this case there wasn't really any prediction or even a speaking into existence, uh, because I don't necessarily believe in that. I don't, I don't know if I don't believe in it, but it, it's just, I think there's a lot like when you believe in it, you really have to have your whole mind and heart set on mm-hmm. that in order to happen. Right. So even the slightest little bit of doubt is going to mess it up. Um, potentially, uh, obviously there's, we can go into so much more of that, uh, through the scriptures and stuff like that in the bible that jesus talks about but in this case i think it was really just coincidence you know i think he happened to say he i think he was simply speaking hey that's a fast car it's a dangerous car there's not a lot of safety regulations on it something bad right. can happen <laughs> and it did you know it, it, it's that's just how it is you know it's sad it, it happens things like this i mean think of paul Walker. he got into a sports car decided to go for a drive, uh, right. just for a moment offset. And within a couple minutes, the thing wrecked and blew up and yeah, you know, it's cars are dangerous in general, especially sports cars, because I think a lot of people think they have control of these vehicles and sure some do, but there's a lot of power, a lot more power than we should have probably, uh, especially if you're not used to driving vehicles like that. But all it takes is a little puddle on the road and you can spin out so easily, oh, yeah. you know? So yeah. I mean, where are you at on this? I mean, do you do you think this is merely coincidence or do you think there's more to it? Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show.
1: Um. Well, as far as Guinness is concerned, I think it was just it was mere coincidence. He was warning him, look, that car is super fast, Uh, you know, probably easily out of control. If you get in that car, you are going to die. And so I don't think there was any malice behind his words. I don't think he was predicting anything. It's just he said it it happened no no particular boogie boogie stuff happened it was just it was an accident um, yeah. and as you said James Dean was was a brash kid who thought he was on top of the world especially because he, he was one of the top actors at the time um, uh, but I mean it, it's just one of those things yeah I I don't think as far as the, the car being haunted, the interesting thing about that is, I mean, by this article's admission and even George Barris himself, I'm sure at one point said, yeah, I made some of that shit up, but
0: well, you know, and and I think just to, to, to wrap this particular story up, uh, I do want to mention that there probably could be at least some type of possibility that it was a prediction, but not by Guinness himself. There is this idea of scribes or even spiritists in which they allow spirits to speak through them. Now that's someone who mm-hmm. allows the spirit to speak through them. That's not to say that a spirit can't will somebody to say something based on prior knowledge of some sort. Uh, and yeah, now we know, obviously, God is all knowing. He knows what's going to happen yesterday, today and tomorrow and so far beyond. But we've also seen in, in much of our research, especially when it comes to demonic hauntings, uh, there, there seem to be some tor- sort of prediction or truth that even spirits seem to know, even if they're not. Of god you know they, they they have some sort of prior knowledge in some way and can maybe predict these things or if they're not predicting maybe they've been assigned or had planned to bring harm onto uh someone here like james dean uh from the very beginning saying oh yeah here's a little note like in a week i'm gonna cause a car accident because your time is right in. you know and And again, we don't know. There's always that possibility. Um, But yeah, man, it's, you know, it's, I hate like seeing this done and stuff and hearing about how, how these, anyone ends up dying like this, but it's just. Right.
1: Love actors are even harder because they've been a part of your life through entertainment for so long. It's like, God. Yeah. Like, for example, we've lost so many in the past few years, even where it's like oh god all the good ones are dying
0: <laughs> right yeah it's really messed up but nonetheless it it is another spooky thing these these cursed cars or haunted cars i think the last one that we have time for here uh, is, i think this one's really cool this is i think you'll like this one too if you haven't read it uh, this comes in at number 4 on this listverse.com And I just thought it's appropriate being that it's truly Americana. Uh, And that is Abraham Lincoln's Phantom train. Now this is by far probably one of the most uh, famous Phantom vehicles in American history, mainly because it's a steam engine. I don't know if anyone's ever seen a steam engine. Love steam engines, Uh, but this is a ghost steam engine that is said to progress through 180 cities every April think about that every April April you have the chance to go see this ghost train 180 times if you could figure out what the ghost train schedule is that's nuts (laughs) Um, but what's interesting about it of course is that it is essentially the ghost of the real funeral train in which Abraham Lincoln had last made his trip on He was, of course, passed away. He was in a coffin covered by the American flag. uh, And there's this report by people who witnessed this train that supposedly when the train's president shows up, watches and clocks seem to stop. Now, I don't know if this is a literal stop or if time slows down or if people are just so amazed and in awe at this figure this ghostly train that every you know you know how it is like you could say wow that 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 was a really long you know oh it's only been a minute dang i've been i thought it's been like five minutes already (laughs) this has been a long day you know so i think when something like this captures someone's attention it very well could take them out of themselves in a sense and uh make time seem to stop or feel longer than it actually was. But nonetheless, this train supposedly stops, watches, and clocks. uh, And the train is said to emerge from a cloud of thick black fog towing its dark cars. Now its arrival makes the air noticeably heavier and colder to all living souls present. Its progress appears to emulate uh, around 1650 miles and the funeral possession of the actual funeral train except that the the uh, that it never actually arrives to its historical destination in Springfield, Illinois. So this is a, again, this is something that seems to progress over 180 cities. That's 1650 miles worth of track that it's apparently been seen on but it never actually makes it to the destination that even in history it made. Uh, Hmm. So that's really weird. Uh, One thing that people think is partly a reason for this ghost train is the idea that Abraham Lincoln was keenly interested in the supernatural. And there's of course even been a, a belief that he's encountered his own doppelganger. Right. And we know that people who seem to have this spiritual connection to the other world uh, or to whatever's beyond the veil, they seem to have this type of connection as well in the afterlife. You know, same thing with Houdini. You know, we, we Mm -hmm. read and seen things about that. You know, uh, these people who have this connection seem to continue to manifest that connection, even beyond death. Now no one has actually seen Abraham Lincoln on this train. Of course he, he's not, standing on the side or waving to people or anything like that. This is just the train that people are seeing and why, once again, we don't exactly know like why the train is it because it's a significant moment in history or is it that Abraham Lincoln or even the soldiers who are guarding, um, the, the remains, uh, are they maybe somehow manifesting uh their ability to bring forth this train again uh, and reliving that 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 repetitive state of the train taking on this funeral procession you know it's again as you had said justin earlier it could be an echo in time this could just be a very important time in history and somehow some way uh, it continues to connect every April uh, through these 160 or 180 cities.
1: Right. But for this particular one, it wasn't traumatic in the sense that it crashed. It was just right. traumatic in the sense that Abraham Lincoln was dead and he was on this particular train.
0: Right. Right. And you have to think like when he died, this was a very important moment in history uh, with everything that was going on with the civil war, uh, with slavery and all of that. And then all of a sudden the leader of the American people is killed yeah, it's a really big deal for a lot of people, especially those who are in war, you know, their their master and their commander was suddenly just murdered, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, people look upon this as just a devastating thing. And it's very possible that just the raw motion of everyone involved, whether uh, directly or indirectly continues to help this vehicle and somehow Uh, empower this this vehicle this train to continue its drive every april so again really weird but interesting uh in that if it's true that people's emotions can really empower these things to to continue to show up even though they're not of spiritual nature like being that they don't have spirit a spirit within them Uh, I, i just find that really fascinating
1: right well, something that kind of came to mind because I haven't heard about this and it wasn't in these stories is mm-hmm. a, a, another really traumatic one that you don't hear about the a ghost car at all or anything was the assassination of JFK. Right. Because not only w- was he assassinated, but his supposed killer, Lear, Harvey Oswald, was also assassinated by a mob uh, head. So it's that's one where it's like, you don't really hear a whole lot about like a haunting of some kind, whether that's a ghost car or uh, the, the haunting of the shot or anything like
0: that. So, Mm -hmm. well, if I, if I'm not mistaken, I did come across uh, a ghost car for JFK. Okay. So in regard to JFK's car, the, uh, the one that he was shot in uh, and ultimately killed, that was a SS-100X, and this was a vehicle that was actually uh, specifically used uh, to transport JFK on these uh, on these parades and just to and from various places. Uh, it was a 1967 presidential limo, uh, which was later replaced by the 1961 Lincoln. Um, <clears throat> or I'm sorry, in 1967. The presidential limo was replaced by a 1961 Lincoln, uh, but this particular vehicle, the SS100X, which was the code name, by the way, was ended up placed in a museum, uh, a Ford museum in Dearborn. After it was placed in the museum, there were rumors that this particular car was haunted. And those rumors were that there was an apparition dressed in gray uh, and that it had been standing near the car, especially in like late November. Uh, and that, interestingly, President JFK was also wearing a gray suit the day he was assassinated. So, of course, these are people or at least someone who stated they saw something. And unfortunately, there isn't much proof that the car is actually haunted this is just simply uh, a word of by word of mouth okay. uh, that this ha- that this place is haunted or this car is haunted so there's not much so more to so it. an
1: attachment haunting not necessarily a right. it could a be more of an, exactly
0: this could be more of an attachment haunting um or maybe it's just uh, this could be a a residual not even residual like like an echo maybe not an mm. actual ghost, but just an echo through time, or it could just be whoever's seeing it. Maybe they're um, manifesting it in their own mind and seeing this, you know, that's very right. Possible.
1: Knowing what happened and, and then just somehow seeing Kennedy,
0: they're staring at the vehicle he died in. <laughs> right. Uh, so, you know, this isn't, obviously you're right. It's, this isn't a very popular haunting. It's not like a big haunting, like the Lincoln's uh, right. steam train. But there has been rumors it could be haunted. Uh, Hmm. So if anyone's interested and they want to go investigate, that is, of course, at the Henry Ford Museum. It's a 1961 Lincoln SS-100X, the Model 748. Let us know what you think if you check it out.
1: (laughs) So you had heard a particular theory, even though you haven't really been able to find any articles or anything on it, about uh ph- phantom vehicles
0: right so uh, the thing about phantom vehicles again is this idea that vehicles in and of themselves cannot be they can't manifest they can't exist because it doesn't have a spirit like a human would you know it doesn't have mm-hmm. an actual ghost so there's only two ways for it to exist and that's either a the spirit or the person that died in it is haunting it and is somehow manifesting this that has this ability to manifest it or or B it's an echo in time, as we've already talked about multiple times, but this other theory is a little more interesting and goes by way of, of something a little more out there to say the least. And that is that these haunted vehicles are actually not haunted but are just extraterrestrial vehicles here on Earth that are driving through and trying its best to make contact with the cars around it. The belief or the theory here is that this extraterrestrial ghost car, when it catches up to a vehicle, that vehicle and the people in it vanish, never to be seen again, taken off into a spaceship, abducted, uh, used for experimentation or who knows what really wild and out there the theory in in my opinion but nonetheless something to think about because especially today ufo sightings seem to be ramping up a lot
1: mm-hmm.
0: around the world and how better to create these abductions or get a good idea uh, of what humanity is like other than posing as one of humanity driving these cars,
1: I have—I don't think I've ever heard of a phantom vehicle actually catching up and and touching another vehicle. Um, That's because so, they're
0: all gone. Well, they've been taken away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> even missing missing people stories—I've I've never I, even really heard where. A car is found, and it's somehow linked to a supposed right. uh, phantom car story. But um, I mean, interesting theory, though. Um, even if they're not necessarily driving a car, projecting mm-hmm. this phantom vehicle with whatever they use to transport people to their to their uh, UFOs. Right. Um, but yeah, that's that's a super interesting theory. Um, what, what are your thoughts on it? Do you think it's at least I slightly th- a possibility if there are aliens out there?
0: I don't know. I mean, I, I think this one's a little, little far-fetched. Uh, it's the first time I've ever heard of this theory. That's Which isn't <laughs> to say that that means it's false, but right, it's definitely not a popular theory. Uh, you know, what we can go based on is... There are there seem to be these phantom vehicles for some reason. There's ghost lights, which is really interesting. You know, these ghost lights are often just headlights, which right. does actually kind of mimic some lights we see in the sky in some of these videos. True. So there is that possibility. Um, th- there's also this idea that maybe these vehicles could be a separate form of transportation used to uh, simply mimic the type of transportation we're using today uh, is again, some way to stay low key instead of observing from above observing from below. Uh, one thing that I've heard a couple of times is that there may be some type of alien species out there that likes to uh, place fear into humanity or into the creatures upon the earth uh, and actually just, test it to see what happens to the blood uh, there's actually this one really weird theory that i actually heard on it's actually i said actually a lot there by the way uh <laughs> that i heard on a paranormal caught on camera which is uh, again out there but there's this guy who claimed to have witnessed a ufo over his farm and he had took a video camera out the next day. He heard the cows going crazy, by the way, screaming and mooing and all that stuff. Him and his wife took the camera out the next day and they ended up finding this dead cow at the top of the hill. It's insides are gone. It was completely drained of blood. Its eyes are gone. Um, it just looked like something came down and just meticulously took everything without any blood being spilled anywhere. You know, obviously mm-hmm. not the work of an animal, very well could be a hoax but again we don't know his theory though and i don't know maybe more people have this theory let us know because it's a weird one is that there is an alien species that thrives off of fear and in particular fear and blood uh think of anyone has seen it right Mm -hmm. Anywise, uh he would often scare his victims because he liked the way the flesh and blood tasted when they were scared it released a certain type of hormones he believed that this is what the aliens do his reason being is that there are fbi records that go back quite a bit showing that cow mutilations happen uh, every 15 20 years or so and they happen for a straight time in a very short period and then they just vanish for another 15 to 20 years and then they come back uh supposedly the fbi actually has this if you guys who are out there who you guys are into conspiracy theories and you have more evidence about this or know anything about it i'd love to hear about it so share it with us uh, on facebook or via email but he believes that these aliens show up every you know couple of decades drives a bunch of fear into these animals stocks up on this fear induced blood and then disappear again so they can continue to thrive on this this meal this thing that they need to use or drink to survive um, weird theory but nonetheless a- another hmm. theory. So don't know where I was going with that considering ghost vehicles but <laughs> I forget.
1: Just along the alien line, oh, that. but I, yeah, the alien line,
0: but that's saying. what, that's where I was going. was that maybe these ghosts, cause we see in, I've seen in a couple of videos where people have encountered ghost cars uh, or ghost vehicles is that these people tend to become very frightened, especially when the ghost vehicle is constantly driving up behind it or peering in front of it. And it's almost as if it's chasing them. Uh, and it reminded me of this theory because this is something that's putting fear into these people could just be testing them could be seeing how humanity reacts to fear uh you know who has patience who doesn't who's strong who's weak uh that kind of stuff it could be a test of some sort if these are indeed alien beings driving these phantom cars uh but i feel like there's a much more reasonable explanation at least in terms of paranormal stuff (laughs) and that is that these cars actually are phantom cars of some sort somehow here either by a ghost manifesting them, uh, or maybe some type of residual haunting that only appears to be an intelligent one, but in reality, isn't right.
1: Well, I would love to hear everybody's thoughts on this. Uh, so definitely reach out to us through email, comment on the show link itself, uh, any social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, um, this is one that's super interesting, and I'd love to hear other people's theories on this. So um, we've got actually two more episodes in October. It's going by fast, guys. Um, one, uh, I, I'm not sure if you have had a chance to get out to investigate it all or not uh, but we really wanted to do something like that if we can we will try to Uh, the other one uh, which will be October 25th because that's just before Halloween um, will be a live show uh, a special live show for Halloween so definitely make sure you check that out as well Um, and then you know November November there's not really a whole lot associated with Thanksgiving for spooky time. So we'll just get Mm -hmm. into some good talks and stuff.
0: I I think we'll get into some good talks and I think we'll take the time just thanking various people who have been guiding us and been tagging along with us for the many years. That would be good too. Yes,
1: absolutely. So, all right. So that's all we've got this week guys. So uh, make sure you're staying tuned paratruth radio beyond reason uh hopefully we can get crime crack going again um and uh two girls in a zoom potato possibly rebranded so um and I don't hope... forget
0: paranormal heart who is also awesome.
1: oh that's right i don't know how i could have forgot about Bible paranormal Hair. heart
0: <laughs> yeah make sure you're checking <laughs> out paranormal two heart as well yeah <laughs> so make
1: sure you check out all those great shows but until next week so excited that we're doing weekly again until next week where you'll find us same time same channel my name is justin
0: and i'm eric peace
1: Are these movies as bad as critics would have us believe? Do we even care if they are? We are always unpacking that very question on Sleepover Cinema. Check out Sleepover Cinema wherever you get your podcasts
0: or at evergreenpodcasts.com. See you soon.